Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, there's not many more things as synonymous with going to the football as the AFL record. So I would always think this, that when I was growing up and was coming down from Bendigo to go to the footy with my old man and you get off the the train at Richmond Station and you walk up, the first item on your checklist before going into any game of footy was, I've got to get my AFL record. And then you'd get your seat and then you'd get your pie and then you got older and you'd get your beer as well. But nothing uh, is more... Uh, in entrenched in the footballing experience as the AFL record is. And they've put out their grand final edition uh, in the build-up to Saturday's massive clash between the Cats and the Swans. Won't miss a moment of it on SEN. But it's a real source of pride amongst SEN that our company actually now puts together the AFL record. The man that's been at the helm of it uh, is the editor and has been doing it for 25 years is Mick Lovett, who's been good enough to have a chat to us on the Sporting Capital. Hello, Mick. Good evening, Sam. Uh, Mick, uh, you and I have a, a, a history that goes way back because you actually did your journalistic cadetship with my old man. Yes, Peter, up at the Ballarat Courier, survived two very cold years up there and we got up to a fair bit of mischief. I know, I and imagine. from what I'm told, none of those stories can be told on air. But uh, <laughs> So it's I always love being able to catch up with you at this time of the year. Um, 25 years. Oh, I started at the AFL late 96, so 97 was my first year. Yeah. And um, so this is 25. Actually, it's 26 because we did an extra one in 2010 when there was a, um, a replay. Yes. And uh, the pies uh, got up uh, the week after. And um, but anyway, we'll go 25 years. And uh, it's changed so much. I mean, just the, the way the record's produced, uh, print production techniques, uh, ownership. I mean, I've worked uh, for the AFL then for Jeff Slattery Publishing, then I went back to the AFL, and now here at uh, SEN uh, under the esteemed leadership of uh, Hutchie. Absolutely. Um, so in the 25 years, is there, a, and is there an issue that stands out to you from a grand final point of view uh, above all others? Is it the drawn year, or is there another one that comes to, you, to your mind? I reckon the to go... year. Now, I'll, I'll put aside my Geelong uh, bias, and I could say <laughs> 07, 09, and uh, yes. 2011 were pretty good. But I must say, 2010, uh, I stood in the um, in the members, uh, MCC members, with a colleague, Gary Hancock, uh, our production editor, and he's a mad uh, Collingwood supporter. And I, I don't follow either side, and I was nearly having uh, a heart attack, so I'm thinking, this is going to be tight. It's going to be draw. What do we do next week? And then you remember all the players slumped to the ground and nobody knew what was going on. And then my phone was just going off because we were going back that night to produce a premiership magazine, which we'll be doing on um, Saturday night as well after this week's game. And we got back there and we had nothing to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then we had to sit around for, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours and figure out 
we're going to do a, uh, a grand do another final one. replay. We're going to do another one. So we went back and had a look at what they did in 1977, and uh, the VFL back then yeah. um, uh, produced another one. And we, we did a lot of uh, improvising, cutting and pasting, um, rehashed a bit of what was already in that record. Uh, had a, We broke down that game, that drawn grand final. I, I, I reckon there must have been 5,000 words written about that grand final, <laughs> the, the drawn one. And um, anyway, we got it all together and we had it out by the following Thursday. So it's, starting it's from scratch. The, what, the work you guys did during COVID as well was extraordinary. Um, when people weren't able to go to games, but we went to digital and we went, found all these other ways to make sure that people could still um, interact uh, and still get their AFL record. And, and I think what I love about it is that it, it, there's so many evolutions in it and what you're adding to it and the stories that it tells, but there are some things that will stay the same where you can score, uh, you can still keep your own score, which I know a lot of the commentators do. Um, there's things of it that will never, ever change. I actually steal so much from the pocket profiles of the players. <laughs> of one, my, whenever we're doing, um, whenever we do Richmond, one of my favourite stories, it's the one that just sticks in my mind because I think it sums up what Liam Baker is as a player. But when he had his dream job in the pocket profile, it was his dream job if you weren't an AFL player. He put bricklayer. That's right, yeah. And I found that to yeah. be really endearing. Yeah. And I thought that tells us who that guy is and what he's about. So That's... I find that you find out a, a bit about the players and it's a great tool that I use as a commentator to to put some levity into it or, or just to reveal a little bit more about what we know uh, of the players. So it, I think there are so many different ways that the AFL record connects with people um, and, and provides things for people. And it's as big a part as going to the footy as, as, as anything. So what can we expect when we roll up uh, to the MCG for those that can um, and those that aren't? Do you be able to obviously buy your copy as well? What uh, what's the uh, the feature for you that's standing out in this year's edition? All right, well, there's, there's a couple. Uh, first, just going back to your point about the keeping the scores and um, the goal kickers and, and yeah. uh, that, that tradition. Uh, great news uh, because the last two COVID years we've had we've done a retail edition, which we sell yes, um, you know, on the Monday leading into the grand final, and um, and obviously the game wasn't played here, but. Um, uh, Prior to COVID, we'd always have the the latest teams in the match day edition. So you'd have um, uh, the twenty, what were they select now? Twenty five or twenty six? I know it's changed with bit with many subs and things. Um, so we'll have the the final teams when they're announced on uh, Thursday night. We'll bring back the uh, the ground, the oval. So the players will be in position now. They don't start in those positions as we all know, but it's am- people love that. Mm. And I've had I had dozens of emails in the past two years. Where's the Where's the oval? We want the final teams, and you're trying to explain with, with costs, and we're trying to you know save a few dollars. Yep. As you mentioned, there was that first year of COVID when when there was no footy. We, I don't know how we kept going. We were doing a digital edition, and it was very hard. Yeah. But anyway, with um, management um, have, have agreed that we should bring it back for that. Uh, for so when you go, you get you'll get this at the game on Saturday when you walk into the G, whatever time the gates open, and you can also buy. a Copy online at aflrecord.com.au and that'll be sent to you next week if money for people who collect the record. So that's one one point. Um, I guess uh, Ash Brown, Ashley Brown, not Hash Brown, <laughs> Ashley Brown, our uh, senior writer, uh, I think I said her in a staff memo, he'd have writer's cramp, his fingers must be worn out, but Ash has researched, interviewed, uh, 
past champions, uh, the current CEO. I know we're going to talk about that in a minute of the AFL. Yes, because it's been a big week for publicity uh, yes. for the AFL record. We, we don't normally make headlines, uh, Sam. We're, we're just <laughs> well, haven't quiet, you ever? We're just a quiet, um, traditional part of the game. We're, we're just like a somebody in the back pocket or half-back flank mopping up and doing their job. Uh, just a, a publication for all. Yeah, but uh, uh, Ash came back all excited. He'd, uh, he'd pre-arranged this interview with Gil oh, months and months ago. And uh, and because you've got to go through the uh, the uh, AFL media, media department yep. and 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 Jay Allen and and, and Brian Walsh are fantastic uh, allies of the uh, and pre, prior to that uh, Patrick Keane, great supporters of the, the footy record yeah. and the season guide. So anyway, um, they uh, yeah they said that's fine. We'll set up the interview with Gil, which was done. Oh, now I've got to try and think. It was done last week, leading into the prelims. Yeah. So. Um, and uh, so Ash wrote, wrote the story, and we, in fairness, we we had to run it past uh, uh, Gill and 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 the two and the, and guys the team, yep. from the from the comms team, and and they were fine. There were a couple of little minor tweaks, but obviously they saw the question, the one about Patrick Cripps, and. Uh, I guess we had no idea at that stage uh, that Patrick Cripps was going to go and win the Brownlow, and Gill had some controversial things to say about his suspension that was overturned. But not about him as a winner, no. uh, because he didn't know that he'd won at that point. And it, and I felt like maybe it wasn't portrayed to Patrick in maybe the the exact uh, light that it was intended and that it was expressed in by Gil, because it wasn't a criticism of that he won. No. It was a criticism of the process and the fact that he, with all the work they're doing um, to protect the head, that he'd got off on a technicality. So all the work they're doing, and for it to be a technicality that yeah. got him off, um, which was the, the 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 instructions to the jurors. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I could understand where he was coming from on that one. I, I think probably um, Patrick will be understanding now of of where Gill stood, and I think any fair-minded person who saw that incident believes that he should have been rubbed out for two weeks. Um, and good on him. He. he he was able to take mm. advantage of the, the legal um, yes, system the, and I don't know if it was a loophole or whatever it was, but it's going to be changed. The uh, failure to afford procedural fairness. That's, uh, that's the, that's the, yeah. that's, uh, that was the, the, um, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, you're the journo. Um, that's, the, that's, the, 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 well, that's the description. That's, yeah. well, that's the technicality in which, or the adjudication um, that was handed down. So um, that phrase um, obviously really upset Gill, and given that he lost by a vote, I said last night, probably upset Lockie Neal a fair bit too. Oh, <laughs> well, it, it, it probably would have, but I was at the Brownlow on um, Sunday mm. night. I got used to saying that Sunday night, not Monday night. Yeah. Um, and and he was so well-received, Patrick Cripps. It was a very... He is a look, champion. Obviously, yep. people were talking about, you know, but just park that to one side. Yeah. His speech just... He absolutely nailed it. Humble, um, yeah. You know, and and Carlton should but, be so grateful, Carlton fans, to have a, a leader and a person 100%. of his quality, absolutely. not to mention his playing ability. And I would much rather someone win it mm. with a questionable situation hanging over their head than someone lose it like, for something that was a 50-50 like or a question. Corey McKernan. Yeah, Corey McKernan, yeah. Um, Chris Grant. Yes, yeah. So yeah. I... I you know, I'm, I, there's we we have enough hard luck stories in oh, life for, yeah. to get a bit of good luck, and and, yeah. and look, Cal Archie might not agree, but yeah. um, like I thought the incident was suspendable, um, but there's a technicality, and I and and I can separate the two and and think that at the end of a Brownlow night, I'm glad that we don't have an asterisk next to the name at the top yeah. Yeah. Um, of the vote count, but others might disagree. Um, call me. 
Call me sentimental. Hey, um, so this record, so there's a fantastic interview with Gil that's already uh, just doing the rounds and <laughs> AFL records popping up as being requoted and repurposed uh, all throughout the land, which is brilliant. Um, what else should we be excited about, about what's coming up in well, this? Well, we've got uh, Ashes, as I said, it's been very busy. So we've done a, um, like the revenge flags, the sides that have lost a, a a grand final one year and come out and beat the same side the following year. So oh, there's some rippers in oh, there. Oh yeah, and it's not that long ago, 2005. The Swans, you know, Leo yes. Barry, you uh, Leo Barry, you star. What was that? 86, 87. Carlton yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah. So West Coast reversed it the next year, 2006. Uh, Carlton and Hawthorne, 85, 86, uh, 86, 86, 87. Sorry. Hawthorne Essendon. Hawthorne Essendon, 83. 84, and, yeah, and, then, and, uh, and that actually, Ash being a, a mad Hawthorne supporter. <laughs> that would have hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, he, uh, he interviewed Simon Madden, the, the Essendon, former Essendon champion, Ruckman, yeah. to see what had happened, turned around in 84, and, he, and I, a lot of older footy fans like me would remember this. After the 83 grand final, the uh, the teams go back to the hotels, one of the hotels in town, I think it might have been the Southern Cross or something back in those days. And Sheeds got up and absolutely ripped. He didn't want anybody to be looking like they were... You know, enjoying the night, be, be satisfied with uh, getting into the grand final because that was Essen's first grand final in a long time. I think since about 1968 or so, mm. and he absolutely ripped into them. And they trained their backsides off over summer. You, you ask Tim uh, when, when uh, next time you see yep. Tim, and they were driven. And sure enough, they, as luck or fate uh, would have it, they played Hawthorne the following year, and that was when. They smashed Hawthorne in the last quarter. Yes. Leon Baker doing the, the yep. funny little goose step uh, <laughs> in the last quarter. I think Tim had a hand in things too. And, he would and have. Simon was one of the stars, of course. So, yeah. That's, yeah, uh, and then they, they went uh, back-to-back in, in, in 85 in as well. 85. So they got revenge twice against yeah. the team yeah. that well, beat them in 83. That, that might be one for next year. Um, so the other the other one uh, we've done is a, uh, uh, Ash has had a look at uh, the, the great footy songs because it's um, – it's, oh, well, uh, isn't that contentious this week? How much whinging have we heard about songs after goals? I, oh. th- I think this is the second most whinged about thing all year since yeah. the descent rule. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this well, is extraordinary. The amount of carry on about something uh, so minor. Yeah, I think I've got an idea. Someone told me they, they might be turning the sound down a little bit this, uh, this I, week. I, well, Gil was on today and said they're just not doing it at all for oh, the grand okay. final. Well, so you go. you're, you're, you're yeah. right up to. It. But um, so it's fifty years since the Fable Singers uh, produced all what was then the twelve uh, VFL club songs. Yeah, and uh, and there's a great backstory. They just recorded in a studio not far from uh, here down in South right? Melbourne somewhere. They they got in there and they did it in less than a day. They were just given uh, the, the the words on a bit of paper and they recorded all 12 in one day and they got nothing. I think they just got a, a couple of, um, I don't even think they got paid. They got some, something like uh, some bit of contra or something like that. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that, that's fantastic. That's very exciting. So not only that, but there's uh, a 10-year catch-up with Ryan O'Keefe who won the Norm yep. Smith in Sydney's last premiership, uh, which was over Hawthorne. Um, all the stats, all the comprehensive analysis, the preview, and a round-by-round review of an extraordinary 2022 season. Uh, Mick Lovett is the editor of the AFL Record. We're incredibly proud that it is uh, put together uh, inside the SEN building, uh, and it's going to be another bumper edition for you to take with you to the grand final. Mick, congratulations. Your 25th year, but your 26th AFL grand final record. Um, it's It wouldn't be what it is without you. Thanks so much for having a chat to Good us. Idea. Lovely, Sam. Stuff for your face. Face and body, it's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.